I had no idea that this visual approach to prompting an AI or interacting in a kind of AI native way, I had no idea it would work so well with databases. Hi, everyone. You're listening to Scaling DevTools. I am joined today by my friend, Lou Wilson, who is also known as Toad Pond on the internet. Um, Lou is software engineer slash wearer of many hats at TLDraw. Um, and TLDraw is the infinite canvas for the internet, which is a cool way to say that you can make like Figma-y type drawing or really do anything whiteboardy um, with TLDraw. And TLDraw has kind of taken over Twitter, so you may well have already seen it. Lou, thank you so much for joining. Yeah, thanks, Jack. Yeah, it's great to be on the podcast. Lou, so uh, just for the people on YouTube, um, do you want to quickly do like a demo um, of like TLDraw and stuff just so people know? Um, And if you're on the podcast, you want to see this and we'll just go straight to the interview. Yeah. So, and bringing this back. So now we're, we're back together, podcast and video. Um, yes. so you made the, this make real, uh, kind of demo, um, but, and it, and it exploded, but I, I, you told me that, um, there was one week where you were going to just like, um, not build any features and just do a bit of marketing. And Steve said to you, your, your, uh, found the founder of TLDRA said to you, can you get a hundred likes on Twitter this week? Yeah. And it all went from there. <laughs> yeah. So basically like back in October or November last year. So not too long ago, I think we just secured some, like an extension round of funding. We just secured some more customers and, you know, like it was getting to the end of 2023. Um, we, we just put out, like we just wrapped up our new version of the library. Um, so I think some of us were just looking forward to using this thing that we've been working on for so long, like using this library, trying to make some fun stuff. And yeah, normally my to-do list is, it's quite long at the start of the week. This particular week, Steve, my boss, who's in the other room, uh, just said, Hey, Hey Lou. And this is my Steve impression. Hey Lou, your job. Oh, that's terrible. Is to get 200 likes on Twitter. And so I asked him like, okay, well, what, what time scale are we thinking here? You know, like, and he said, um, within a week. Um, so I built this little demo, um, using Sawyer's one as a starting point. The key difference was we wanted to put the website back on the canvas. And then, uh, yeah, that night, um, it got 200 likes. I got a cute little message from my boss. Like, uh, hey, well done, 200 likes in one day. You know, <laughs> nice, nice little, like, pat on the head. Um, and, then, and then the following day, we did the feedback loop thing, and it got, like, 2,000 likes. Following day, oh, it's, then it, yeah, just, it was just a chain reaction after that. It was, like, a, almost, like, double your growth or something right it was like huge yeah. amount like your stars we were on four i think we were on around fourteen thousand followers on twitter and um in that period of time when we were going viral we we jumped up to forty thousand. now we're on 50 50 000, above fifty thousand. yeah so it was like i think almost like the dev tools success 
market successful campaign of the year, I, I would say. It's hard to think of anything that went better. Yeah, I mean, and it's and it's it's interesting hearing that from you because, like I said, we would we always just share what we're working on on Twitter. I think that's part of the company culture here. You know, like when we're working on these really hard features and enjoying these milestones of, you know, reaching reaching some new concept that we can share or working on something like ridiculously hard problem with arrows, which is usually what we're working on. It's nice to share that, but not just share the end result, like in a, like in a launch week, but share, share the entire process. And so from my point of view, we were doing the same as usual. (laughs) Um, but we were just really just going for it this time, I think. Yeah. So how, how does it work? Like what, what did it like actually like the nitty gritty of like you doing this? Like, how did you come up with this idea? Like, and, and then, and then how did you get it out there? Yeah. Well, I, I think all of us on the team here, um, there's about, oh God, I've, I can't count like eight or nine of us now. I think all of us know this teal draw library really well at this point, obviously, because we've been building it. And sometimes it's, um, it's a bit frustrating <laughs> because we're building all of these tools that we, we know enable lots of really fun, cool stuff. Um, so sometimes it, it feels a bit sad, like making these toys and not being able to use them ourselves <laughs> as much, as much of the time, because, you know, we want to make sure they're working for other people to use. You know, we, we make the, this library and we see other people play with our toys. So I think all of us here have, have pretty clear ideas of, of fun demos of like mind blowing new concepts to build. So it's probably less so about finding these ideas because we know what's possible. Um, but sometimes we just want to share what's possible with the rest of the community, if that makes sense. Like, um, the, I think we were hoping that someone would make something like this. Um, but I guess when, for example, when Sawyer made his initial version, he didn't, um, he didn't necessarily go further to the point of like putting this website back on the canvas and being able to annotate it. So from our point of view, we want to show what's possible with this library so that we, we don't have to do that so much so that other people like, take on the library and, and build, uh, fun stuff on it, um, themselves. Yeah. So I don't think we covered that, but Sawyer, so so who was, who was Sawyer? Yeah. So, uh, Sawyer Hood, um, were, is actually an employee at Figma, I believe, um, wanted to build a little experiment on, on a canvas. So he used teal draw, um, to make a draw a UI um, demo. GPT Vision API had just come out. And, and I think he had the insight to see that, oh, actually, I could just draw a website and make it real by sending it to GPT. So he made, he made this first version. We saw it. We were mind blown by it. Um, but what we wanted to do was show that you could actually put it back on the canvas and start a feedback loop where like GPT brings back a website, then you annotate that website, 
can send it back and get into this back and forth. And it and it's been it's, it's been great when when people have been trying this and and sharing it with us. Like, hey, look, look, I made this website. The most fun thing is is not just seeing that end product, you know, like the final website that, that that they build and maybe like share with their friends or community. It's been amazing to see this whole process from start to finish where they do first sketch just like a real low fidelity wireframe. And then GPT Vision brought back something and then they've annotated it or they've highlighted something or they've just crossed something out, right? And then they've sent that back. And, and this is some of these sessions seem to have gone on for hours, right? Like, like when I think of building a website, I, I imagine myself sitting down at a computer and typing away. But it seems like that I think we've just got like a taste of a different way of building maybe prototypes, maybe, maybe just something that you that you just want to make quickly, or you just want to you just want to share with a small number of people for a small use case. So, so it, it's been great to see this whole process, this whole different way of working. It does feel very like kind of playful and experimental. Like I see a lot of like the things that you put out is like, Hey, you could do this. Or like, what happens when I do this? And like, it feels very like playful. Yeah. I, yeah, and, and I think that's that's how we think about like that's how we think about the messages we want to give out about this. I think we've we've picked up over time what kind of content I, I hate <laughs> hate to call it content, but yeah, what what kind of content uh, is popular on on Twitter or on LinkedIn, TikTok, and we've I think we've realised that the the most successful kind of messaging and storytelling. Is about the journey that we go through, and give, giving people a little glimpse of that. So you know, if if we discover something, something amazing or surprising, and we want to share that with other people, I think the, the most effective way we can do that is is to share our shock or surprise. It, it's sometimes hard when when I'm I don't know, right writing tweets isn't that hard, but like it's sometimes hard when you're writing a tweet you want to. You want to show off a bit. You want to say, hey, look how good we are. But actually, that's not my genuine reaction when I'm building this stuff. My genuine, genuine reaction is, what the hell? <laughs> you know, like, like when something when something works and I didn't expect it to work, like that seems like a, a key moment to share. And and we this whole build in public community is is built on that idea. I think the thing we're doing at Teal Draw is trying to take that <laughs> into a team and and a bigger, more serious product like like the Teal Draw library, and it seems to work really well. Yeah, and do you how much of this like um, because I could imagine if someone's listening and they're like, oh yeah, but Teal Draw is like an inherently like interesting thing. It's very visual. Um, if someone was like, you know, just like, I don't know, building a, a database, like, how would you like, is there, are there any of like the, the kind of principles that you guys use that like would carry over to like something that's like a bit less visual? Yeah, that's, we are very lucky because we work on a very visual problem, right? So 
it, it is part of our job to make the most of that, I think. Um, in the process of get, trying to get more people involved, more people trying it out and giving us feedback. But even with things like databases, at the moment of like, this is the best time to be sharing visual content on any, any topic in tech. If it's not visual, just make it visual. <laughs> like, I, I, I think there's always a way. When, when, um, when some of this make real stuff was going viral, um, I went along to the Superbase meetup here in, in their launch week. And again, I went through this, this journey of discovery. I had no idea that some of this more vis this visual approach to prompting an AI or interacting, um, in, in, in a kind of AI native way, I had no idea it would work so well with databases. I, no offense to Superbase, but I find databases very boring, right? And even I was excited to see that you could cross out a row. <laughs> look, look, look how excited I'm getting about databases. Like, um, you could cross out a row if you wanted to delete a row. We tried an experiment where you could draw fruit, like draw a picture of a fruit to put it in a database. Right. Okay. Just, just think about, okay, this is the problem on a podcast. It's, it's not visual, but when you just show drawing a picture to edit a database, suddenly databases are visual. Yeah. That's, um, that's really interesting. And I think like, yeah, the, the, it doesn't have to be like a whiteboard for it to be visual. It's like a medium and, um, yeah, that, that makes so much sense. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the thing is, like, even forgetting the AI, um, the AI um, APIs that are now available. So there, there is all of this vision API and multimodal um, models. Multimodal models is quite a tongue twister, but yeah, multi, multi, multimodal models are more are popping up now. So that is a tool at your disposal. But no matter what the problem is. I'm certain that in engineering teams and developer teams, there are all sorts of diagrams, scribbles, like tables, visualizations that people make while they're developing. Like it, maybe they do it on a piece of paper. Maybe they do it in their notebook. Maybe they do it on a, like a physical whiteboard. Maybe they do it on a virtual whiteboard. Hopefully it's teal draw, but <laughs> I know that these things happen. Um, and, and, if they don't happen in your team, then just try it. <laughs> just try it. Try visualizing your non-visual things. Yeah. It's, it's always a reminder for me. So when, I, when I'm working on a problem and, and there's no visual representation other than, other than text, that's when I try to stop and think, how can I represent this visually? so that other people can engage with it. You know, so sometimes that's part of the process as well. When, we're, when you're trying to explain something to someone else on the team and by sharing that in public on Twitter or LinkedIn or wherever, that's basically just inviting that audience to join your team as well. And, you know, we, we want to, we want people to get involved. You know, we want people to give their ideas. If you make something visual, you make it more accessible. Like anyone can understand a drawing. 
not everyone can understand your 16,000 lines of TypeScript. That's a really good one. Just let that hang there. Um, <laughs> every, almost everything that you put on Twitter, on the TL Draw um, Twitter, is, is like a GIF or a video. Yeah. We had some new starters uh, join two weeks ago, and we have like a whole guide on how to do a good GIF. <laughs> really? Yeah. So there's like the technical guides, like, hey, here are some quirks of the software we use to make sure the compression's good enough and make sure it's at 50 frames per second and stuff like that. And I think that is mostly stuff that Steve and me have just picked up over the years. Um, but there's also more of like the, the approach, you know, how long should a GIF be? Eight seconds or less, hopefully. And there's things about how to make sure it, it like invites the viewer to look at it. So often we'll start with like a swoop of a cursor. If you, if you have a look, look back at some of our like more popular ones. We often start with a little swoop, and and it, it just like we <laughs> we want it to invite you to watch and and to think about what's going on. So yeah, it's 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 a big part of the culture here, for sure. Is there any chance that that would ever be made public? It sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, in fact, we should do a Twitter thread about it. That's that a, be, it's a good shout. That would be amazing. Okay. Yeah, it's no secrets. It's it's just um, I do wonder that like bigger companies, I guess, don't necessarily have the the freedom to just freely post. You know, there's obviously brand guidelines. Um, messaging needs to get checked. Um, but but I. I think there is there's something you miss when you do that, you know, and and there's a there's a huge level of trust here on the team. Um, me and Steve and also Alex were all posting from the same account, sometimes within minutes of each other, you know, <laughs> and and that level that level of trust, getting everyone on the same page about the messaging we want to give out, was extremely valuable you know people were asking like on people were replying to us on the, on the twitter saying things like you know hey person who runs the teal draw twitter account like how do you put out so many tweets and and the secret is that there were three of us doing it basically right <laughs> that's as simple as that and that's how they that's why they were varied as well because everyone was posting different kind of things so you don't like specify like we all have to sound the same. We all have to have our own. No, I mean there is there is like a we're all singing from the same song sheet. You know, there's the um, there's the Teodro vibe, I guess. Um, and and I guess we have this value of building in public and yeah, inviting people into the process, but. Um, but no, no one's checking. I think some sometimes, sometimes it, I feel like posting something a bit more unhinged, right? Like or a bit more jokey, and I stop myself because I think no, 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 no. Like you know, that's too far. That's too far. And then five minutes later, I see that Steve has posted something pretty much exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> so it just reminds me that no, 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 no. Yeah. As, you know, as long as we're. It's all in good faith and 
we're just sharing sharing the fun process that, that we go through yeah it's um it's interesting like yeah steve is 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 great on twitter um and you're also like a you're like a proper YouTuber. Like you've got like, <laughs> no, uh, you've got like a great ones. YouTube channel. Yeah, I got to twenty thousand subscribers recently, which was yeah, which is very nice. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, St- Steve um, discovered me a couple years ago, or a year, year and a half ago, when one of my one of one of my own tweets uh, had a bit of success. So I, I guess it's it's been tweets from the start, you know. Tweets all the it way is, down. It is part of the uh, part of the journey. And we post on Twitter a lot, but I think our goal with some of these things is to not not just be contained to Twitter. You know, I think we may mostly focus on Twitter, but we know we've done really well when other people start to post it on our, in other places and and sort of do our job for us in that regard. Like it would be a lot more work to be posting everywhere, like including LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram. Um, so when we post as well, I think part of it is showing other people what kind of content can do well. You know, we say, "Hey, look how look how well Teal Draw lends itself to making videos or like little tutorials." So I think part part of the low fidelity um, tone of them, I think, is also like an invitation for other people to post about teal draw as well. I hope yeah. this is this. I hope we're on the right topics here. We're talking yeah. very very community, very very, yeah. very social media management. Well, I mean, I as I said, I think this is probably like the best example I can think of. Um, as like a Twitter, like a social media success in 2023. Um, I know you've had um, Ant from Superbase on here before, right? Yeah. And and I know that he said about, he talked about memes, right? Yeah. Like on their Twitter. I know he said that people often ask him, why do you post so much, so many memes? Why do you post jokes? You know, on, on a database Twitter account. And, and he said it, it works, right? It works. Like, um, at the end of the day, you know, you, you want people to enjoy seeing what, what you put out. So it's, it's, why not have a bit of humor and, um, and fun in it? Yeah. But Superbase has changed more recently. I feel like they're trying to, I, I don't want to speak for them, but it seems like they're trying to establish more of a serious tone now. I'd want to ask about that. Yeah, that'd be a good question. I mean, I saw a lot of memes like in the last couple of days, so I feel like they're still doing it, but they're probably also trying to. Yeah, I actually don't know. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's mean. that's an interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, approach to try and combine these two things. Yeah, I guess as a as a question, like an open question of like do you have to get more like as you start to go for like enterprise customers, like do you have to you know, be more serious. Well, like I, I think um, that's something we think about. What well, I think about, can't speak for everyone on the team, but I think about a bit when we want to put out different kinds of information. You know, there are some things, some demos we make, some examples we make that are purely to try to like ignite your imagination a little bit and try to show you that something's possible that you you thought wasn't possible before. 
some of the things we put out are <laughs> much drier, but in a but also much more helpful. So I did just sit in front of the camera and explain how to do something that a lot of people were asking on our Discord um, last week, and and that has a different kind of tone. And we also put out um, release notes every now and then, sort of going through a lot of the changes that people might have noticed on tealdraw.com. So they have different levels of seriousness and fidelity in a way. But in all cases, there is, there is a playful vibe. But even, even with that playful, jokey tone, we're, we're still able to alter some other things. You know, it's not one or the other. Um, but, you know, we're, we're continuing to, to figure that out. When you say alter other things, is that like yeah. length or something like that? Like you might, if you want it to be, you know, a, a big hit, it's going to be eight seconds. But if it's like an explainer, <laughs> it's like longer. Yeah. So I guess length, length is one of them, like length of a video, length of a gif, length of a, length of a post also, like length of a thread. Um, but I, I guess we're, we're trying to communicate a different thing when we post release notes to when we post like a behind the scenes look at, oh my God, I just made something and I can't believe it. You know, we're in, in both cases, we're, we're trying to involve our followers in the process of, of this library and the development of this library. But we're shining a light on, on different things. And um, you know, with release notes, we're trying. We, part of it is that we're we're showing that we're working on this thing day in day out, <laughs> fixing all these bugs that that you don't have to, <laughs> and um, and like sharing some of the like the slog behind it because it genuinely is sometimes just a hard work. I've been dealing with canvas sizes all day today, and <laughs> and it's not easy, <laughs> or it, or it's. <laughs> It just takes time, just takes time. And um, so we're sharing like the hard work that we do there. And in some of these other cases, um, we're sharing the discoveries that we make. But in each case though, we're, we're, it, there's still something to be enjoyed, you know, and there's still, it still feels like a behind the scenes. Yeah. And we don't, I, I don't want us to have like a, a front, like a branding front. Um, because, you know, people are smart, people can see it. You know, it's, it's much easier, much more effective to just build in public and just let people in on, on that journey as well. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, make it real. Make it real. Make real. Make it make real. real. That's, that's the title. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Lou, um, I think that's about all we've got time for. Uh, do you want to give like a wrap up of like, if there's any founders, DevTools people listening, what they could take away from, uh, from what you've learned? Yeah. Okay. I think in the, in the topic of community messaging and, and social media and, and telling people about your library, your tool, I would say that don't be afraid of sharing the whole process. Don't think that you can only share it when you've released something 
or finish something. People will be interested in all sorts of different parts of that process, from start to middle to end, the bits that go right, but especially the bits that go wrong. Right? Don't, don't be afraid of sharing your mistakes and your bugs. That's really interesting, you know, because people don't realize the, the hard work behind your tools. They don't necessarily realize, oh, wait, that's, I didn't know you had to do that. It's always, it's always been surprising to me which bits land and which bits don't. But more often than not, more is interesting than I expect. I guess just because we're working on it day in and day out, it feels more normal to us. So you may as well share. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Like, people don't notice. That's fine. Just do another tweet, right? <laughs> the best that could happen is something like Make Real, where our user base exploded. And um, so, yeah, give it a shot. And I'd like to see it. Send it my way. I, I like this kind of content. Yeah. Hopefully you have like an army of uh, dev tools making all their content with uh, Teal Drawer as well now. After this, I hope so. Using your guidelines. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you want to learn more about Lou, um, you can follow Lou at ToadPond, T-O-D-E-P-O-N-D, um, on all the socials, I think. Um, yeah, everywhere. Literally everywhere. everywhere. Um, including YouTube. It's very, go watch Lou's videos as well. Um, and TLDRAW as well, T-L-D-R-A-W, um, I think on all the socials as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Lou, thank you so much for coming. Um, oh, do you have any shout outs? Is there anything you wanted to share? Shout out. Shout out to the London coding scene. London coding scene is the best coding scene in the whole world. Get out of here, SF. Your old news. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But but really, I'm not. Seriously, London. If you if you're in London, um, come visit our office. Just at at TL Draw, message us. Yeah, it's, it's the place the, to be. <laughs> it's the center of the arena in Swix's uh, London AI scene as well. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's this this scene can hold so many scenes. Yeah, that's the crazy thing about. It. Thanks, Lou, um, and thanks everyone for listening. See you again soon.